0: Hey guys, I'm going to tell you something you probably already know. Your girl takes a little bit longer to come than you do, right? It's true. It's a fact, but you could totally fix that with Promessence Delay Spray. Their Delay Spray is not just for guys with PE. It's for any guy that wants to last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer because it doesn't transfer to your partner and it's not going to totally numb you out. And for your partner, they have warming gel that is my personal favorite. I love it. They also sell lube and condoms and sex toys. Just go to their website. They have everything you need for a really fun, hot night of SCX. And today, just for listening to this episode, I'm going to give you 15% off your first order. That's 15% off all your promescent products. All you need to u- do is go to delayspray.com, use my promo code strictlyanon15 for 15% off. Just go to delayspray.com, use my promo code strictlyanon15 for 15% off. Or just go to the description. Click on the link and 15% will be automatically applied at checkout. Not only do I recommend Promesson, 2,000 medical professionals recommend them. I promise you will not be disappointed. Thanks, Promesson, for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. Follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram or Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, uh, you remain anonymous. That's why it's called Totally Anonymous, Strictly Anonymous. I mean, <laughs> I'm anonymous. My name isn't Kathy Kay. Uh, this is my voice. But what I do for all my guests is I change their voice and I change their names. And you can call me from an anonymous number. I don't need to know your name or who you really are. I just want to hear your real true story. So if you want to be on the show, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you have a confession and you just want to leave that and it's super short, I have a confessionals hotline you could call anytime, 24-7. Call there. The number is 347-420-3579. Again, 347-420-3579. Eventually, I think we're going to make episodes out of those confessions. I'm just gathering them right now. And I air them on my Patreon. So if you want to hear those confessions, as well as see pictures of my guests, most of my guests send in pictures, especially the females, you could join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Now, speaking of my confessions, today I have on Kevin. Now, Kevin called up and left me a bunch of confessions. It was like one confession told in three different uh, calls because each one was four minutes long. And it wound up to be like, oh, my God, like a really long winded story and long winded confession that I'm like, I could get a whole episode out of this guy. And it's super interesting. When I aired his confession on my Patreon, people were like, oh, we need to hear more. Kevin has been in and out of prison on his last time when he got out. He went to a gangbang, met a girl. She wound up being the girl of his dreams and he wound up. Hooking up with her and getting into a relationship with her, even though like right from the get go, she started like cheating on him, even though he's a cuckold and wants to see her with other guys. She still was doing that behind his back and he was always catching her, but he still wound up even after all of that proposing to her. And they got marriage, married and then after they got married, like, you know, even though he he's dying for her to do stuff with other people, she keeps that under wraps. Their eventual, their re- sexual relationship eventually like went stale. It's not so great right now. And it turns out that now he's cheating on her and he's truck driver. He's out and about and he's cheating on her with men he has a thing he likes to be degraded his girl also likes to be degraded they did a lot of live streaming things I'm telling you like the whole episode but it's really more interesting to hear him tell it he lives he takes videos of himself with the guys so he's lying to her she's mostly lying to him and uh it's a big crazy story he's a little over the place I tried to reel it in it's kind of hard I did at some points think maybe he's lying to me. I don't know because the story is all over the place. (laughs) I don't know what you're going to think, but I feel like people are going to think things about this episode, right? People are going to want to talk about it. If you do want to comment on the episode and get into a conversation on it, go to YouTube. My YouTube channel is a place which I love because people get into conversations about the episode. Just go to YouTube, put in Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You'll find my channel. You could comment there. At the end, he does give out... You know, uh, a place, a website, his username on there because he posts videos of himself with guys. He wanted to send me videos of him with his wife because, oh, she did have this like affair with the wedding photographer and they all had a threesome together and he's like, I have video of it. You want to see it? And I'm like, no, thanks. I'm not interested in seeing any of that kind of stuff, but I know maybe you guys are. So he has that ready and willing and he's ready, willing and able to send it to you. So he gives a shout out with his email at the end. You're going to have to listen to, to the end to hear that. He does, like I said, give his email out at the end for anyone if they want to email him he will provide proof quote-unquote of like what he's doing because him and his girl like i said they've live streamed a lot of things and they have he has videotapes of a lot of stuff so make sure to comment on youtube if you want make sure to email him if you want more information on his story and video proof to go with it but anyway i'm gonna be right back on with kevin
1: this is the strictly anonymous podcast podcast
0: Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great. How about yourself?
0: I'm good. So listen, Kevin, I think I found you as uh, you were calling into my confessions hotline and you left me some couple of confessions that I was like, holy shit, this guy, this is not just one confession. I need the whole story because I had a million questions after I heard. <laughs> Do you know what I okay. mean? Let's, <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. Let's start off, okay, with... You getting out of prison, okay, and then meeting your girl. I need that story because that's where it starts and then you take it from there. But start there, you know what I mean? And then tell the rest of the story. I know some things, but you're going to have to refresh my memory and tell me the long-winded story because I think the whole thing is pretty fascinating.
1: Okay, so I got in some trouble and I went to prison. Yeah. I decided to move out of town when I paroled. So, I moved up to Central California, a place that I've never been before, to start over. It probably I got a little job and I was working, and it's probably been about six or eight months now. I hadn't met anybody, haven't, you know, and basically I was lonely. So, I was talking to one of the guys at work, you know, and he's like, Well, he had a friend. She does like little gangbang sessions, you know, every once in a while. And I was like, Well, he's like, If you'd be interested, you know, I mean, that's always a way to get, you know, to have sex, you know. So, I was like, Okay, well, that kind of interests me a little bit. You know, I've always, been kind of fond of girls that are like that, you know, we went, he called me up. It was like a Friday night. He's like, well, tonight's going on. If you want if you want to come with me. Mm -hmm. So I think the party started at like 10 or 11, Well, we took off together and uh, we'd get a flat tire. So we were a little bit late by the time we got there. When we got there, uh, the door was open, we just walked in. And uh, it was like a little apartment complex in in the, uh, in the back room. You could just hear some girls getting it, I guess, you know? Mm -hmm. So we walked back there to go see what was going on. And there was like a little tripod going on with the camera and like a little, I guess she was uh, doing a, uh, a live stream type thing.
0: Oh, interesting. Well. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So we get back there, you know, and uh, there's three guys with her and she's just getting in. I still felt a little uncomfortable. So, I mean, I pulled my pants down. I was just kind of like watching, you know, my buddy joined in instantly because I guess he knows her. She ends up taking a little break after a little while. And we started talking and that's when I got involved and we started up again. And it was great. You know, she was a beautiful girl. We had a great time.
0: But everybody, you so you just joined the gangbang, right? I mean, you had sex with her. Everybody, did your friend have sex with her? I mean, everybody Correct. It
1: was a gangbang, right? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. So she just, so she was divorced. She's divorced. She has two children. And uh, I guess after her divorce, she decided to, uh, it was a super vanilla relationship, she said. And, and she just wanted to find herself or whatever, you know, she got married at like 18 years old, you know. And so now that she's divorced, she was able to go and just have fun, I guess. So, and she said she enjoyed it, you know, so like me, we all gangbangers that night. There was one, two, three, there was five of us total. Yeah. Towards the end of the night, you know, people started leaving, you know, here and there. Well, my buddy's like, well, I'm going to take a shower real quick. You can hop in the shower after me. So it was just her, me and him. So he gets in the shower and her and I were just sitting there talking. And uh, I was just infatuated with her, I guess. It was probably probably the first time I've had sex in quite a few years, you know, because I was locked up, you know. Mm -hmm. That probably had something to do with it, you know, not to mention, you know, it was hot. Yeah. So she we started talking, I was like, Well, hey, check it out. You know I me, mean? like I just want you to know, you know, I respect what you do, but I also wanna let you know that I I find you hot, you know what I mean, like I would like to see you, you know, maybe besides something like this. And she kinda of laughed at me, you know, I guess she probably gets stuff like that all the time or something, I don't know. But uh before my buddy got out of the shower, she agreed, you know, Okay, that'd be fine. So my buddy gets out of the shower and he tells me, all right, go ahead. I told well, going to stay here for a while, you know, you go ahead and take off. She said she'll give me right home. So when he walked out the door, he tells me, hey, don't, whatever you do, you can't change your hoe into a housewife is what he told me. That was a little (laughs) saying, you know, (laughs) and he he laughed, he laughed at me, you know, but whatever. So he takes off and her and me, we hung out for a little while. We had sex a couple more times that, that day throughout the day, you know, and next thing I know, I was sprung, I guess. I don't know how she would call it.
0: Like you were totally into her.
1: I was totally into her. She was into me, I guess, you know, uh. I mean, I I told her right from the beginning, I don't care what you do. Like this whole gangbang thing, you know, like I think it's hot. I'm not trying to stop you from doing it, you know. Um, Even if we started seeing each other, you know, like I find it super sexy. Yeah. So we started, our relationship progressed a little bit, you know. I ended up uh, moving in about, I don't know, maybe a month later to her house with her and her two daughters. And then maybe a couple weeks after that, she had another gangbang session, you know. And I was there for the whole thing. I didn't judge her. We didn't talk about it afterwards. I wasn't trying to put no pressure on her or make her feel uncomfortable. But I guess somehow it did. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was pretty much the last gangbang session that I was involved in. She never said nothing to me about it. You know, she just said she stopped him. I would come home from work late at night and I would find remnants of things that have happened. Um, So I approached her with it, you know and basically she said that she was she was going to continue doing stuff like that but she want, didn't want me involved and then that's how it went for a while so she i caught her cheating on me a few times after that and basically uh, i consider it cheating because she was keeping it a secret and not telling me um i would ask her you know hey are you hooking up with other guys you know what i mean like i don't care i just want to know you know and she's like no 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 i'm not i'm not well i would. Come home and I find an empty condom wrapper under the bed or something like that. Knowing damn well that we don't use condoms, um, so I'd approach her with it. And we'd get in fights and arguments. So about a year into the relationship, I uh, I proposed to her um, at Thanksgiving in front of my family's house. Uh, she said yes.
0: But the, okay, just, just quick question, just to yes. so that I could get all the story, because you're going like super fast, and there's like a lot yeah, going you know, on I'm here. You know, nervous in, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, in like seven months, you know, you meet this girl, at a gang bang, you fall in love with her, like you're dating her now. You have an open relationship. She could do this kind of stuff, but then she just like starts doing it and not really telling you about it. You catch her a million times. You're having fights with her all the time, but then you decide to a year later proposed to her is that the whole story? Well, she,
1: okay so so i i would catch on to little things here and there and we'd argue about it and then one day she tells me she just wants it to be just her and i she wants to stop all that so we decided to go on a monogamous monogamous relationship yeah uh so it's been a few months you know and i love her you know she loves me um well at least i well she loves me we're still married so she loves me um and i'm thinking it's a monogamous relationship Oh, let me go back. So from the beginning, she told me she doesn't want me cheating on her. She's, you know, I told her that was fine. I don't mind. You know, I just don't want to be cheated on either. You know, like if you do it in front of me or whatever, that's fine. But she didn't want any girls involved in any sort of way. I said, okay, that's fine. Um, and I'm not really worried about that. You know, I've always been into two guys and one girl or, you know, if that was ever to happen. But I'm I'm satisfied with my, my one little thing I have. Yeah. So we're doing this monogamous thing. And uh, I think everything's going great. I proposed to her. Um, she says yes. We're still having wild sex, though, so just her and me. Yeah. Some things, I, I, I think that everything's good. We haven't set a date, you know, for the wedding, but we've talked about it, you know, and uh, then all of a sudden one day I come home and I'm outside doing something and I could hear her talking through, and she's in the kitchen, I guess, and I hear her talking through the screen and she's talking to somebody saying, no, I." she hasn't told me about what happened last weekend with this other guy and blah, 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 blah. And so I just kind of, pretend like I don't hear nothing and I wait for her to tell me she doesn't say anything to me um a couple of days go by and I ask her about it and she says no well I'm kind of butthurt because I, I feel like you know she's this, cheating this again on too often yeah again yeah so I tell her I'm done you know if you, you don't, if you don't tell me the truth I'm gone I'm out of here and she's like this is the truth you're crazy she's trying to tell me I'm, I'm imagining things and I tell her look I heard you through the kitchen window you know and I could see her facial, you know, expression change. And I'm all, I don't know who you're talking to, but you said, cause during that weekend, she told me she was going to her cousin's house. Her cousin was going to move out of state. And she was going to go stay over there with the girls night, have a little girls night. And they were going to drink, you know, get drunk and say goodbye. And well, kind of find out it was an ex-boyfriend she went and saw, made it to it cause when I told her I was going to leave. So she called my bluff. I started to walk away. And then she told me the truth. I walked back up. I told her, well, then marry me. You know, if you want me to stay, then marry me. And she's like, well, I already said I would.
0: Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. That's Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, Strictly Anonymous and click on
1: I'm like, well, I'm talking like next week or the week after, so we end up getting married like two weeks later. We go to Vegas, we get married. So while we're in Vegas, I decided to uh, we stay at the Trump Hotel. I hire a, uh, a photographer to come by after our, our ceremony to take some sexy pictures of her. Uh, none of our family came down. It was just her and me. Uh, we went to uh, we did our little ceremony. We went back to the room. We had some champagne, and within a half hour, we we're getting a phone call that the photographer was there. So we let him in. He started taking pictures of her, you know, it was going good. And he was like a, he was like a weirdo type. He was like, kind of like, looked like a tweaker kind of guy. So I really had no worries about him, you know, cause it wasn't her type anyways. And about an hour, maybe 45 minutes, an hour into the session, she tells me, babe, can you go downstairs and get me a pack of cigarettes? I need a break for a minute. So I tell her, no problem. So I get ready to take off and I start walking down of the elevator and I realize halfway in the elevator that the Trump hotel is a non-smoking you know, non-casino type hotel. So I'm like, wait a sec, where am I supposed to get cigarettes at, you know? So I'm thinking to myself, I could either do one or two things, either run back upstairs and act like, uh, you know, a husband that doesn't trust her, you know, from right, right from right from the beginning, or I could uh, go get the car and just go as fast as I can and go buy a pack of cigarettes wherever and bring it back to her. So that's what I decided to do. Because it's Vegas, it didn't go as quick as I expected it to. Um, I was gone for maybe almost 45 minutes to an hour, I would say. When I got back to the room, uh, I ran basically I ran up to the room as quick as I could, caught my breath before I walked in. And when I opened the door, they were sitting at the table I, like nothing was going on. And so I brought her cigarettes and I started noticing little things like he had no shoes on. Okay. Mm-hmm. His zipper was down. <laughs> and his like, but his his shirt was like tucked in, but it was like sticking out a little bit to the zipper hole. Mm-hmm. Like, that's weird, you know? And then I started looking, his hair is not, he had like super slick back hair. It was a little messy, you know? Yeah. And of course she was sitting there still naked. She had her veil on, but that was it. But they were just sitting there talking. So I'm thinking to myself like, what happened here? You know, but they're playing it off like nothing. They continue the session, taking a couple more pictures afterwards. He sends us the pictures. And then next thing I know, She tells me, well, what do you think? Do you think I should uh, thank him for services? I'm like, yeah, I mean, like a tip-wise, I'm thinking. She's like, well, kind of. And I'm like, I don't understand, you know. And she's like, well, basically, so let me rewind. So before that happened, you know, I kind of jammed her up. Hey, did anything happen before I left? She's like, no, nothing. You're crazy, you know. Why would you think something like that? We just got married. So I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I'm just tripping. So next thing I know, she's wanting to basically ask permission if it's all right if she messing around with this guy you know like for a thank you so i'm thinking okay i guess you know well at this point we haven't even had sex yet We're like for from our marriage you know we and she wants to mess around with this guy so it goes on uh we all three mess around a little bit he ends up fucking her before i do wait, wait, do wait. now you go
0: from like being i know i know no 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 okay listen i'm like judge judy i told you i'm gonna back you into a fucking corner if you're right. lying i'm gonna catch you but let me right. just ask you this okay because you go from, uh, you know, you come back up thinking maybe she's cheating and I have a feeling that it's right. going to go to a place where you catch it to the point where now you're all having sex with her.
1: Well, so I didn't have sex with her. So she, she said she wants to mess around with this guy, you know, to I'm Do I think it would be hot? Do I, I want her to do it? And at that point I'm like, I, I'm really, I guess, you know, it's okay. You know, I, when I met her, she was getting gang banged, you know, so I figured, because when I first got together with her, I was hoping that's how the relationship would go. So, if she wants to mess around with another guy in front of me on our wedding night, I'm thinking, well, maybe things will go back to normal or back to our, you know, exciting sex life again. Um, he's a stranger, we've never met him before, so you know, go ahead, you know, if you want to. So, she starts messing with him. She never has sex with me until after he leaves, she just gives me a blowjob while he was taking her from behind. But, uh, yeah, she invited him over, and next thing I know. I'm realizing that she's having sex with him before she has sex with me. But well, you just said she had sex good. with
0: him in front of you. No, I she, mean, you knew that. She well, did. she did. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. But that's, it doesn't click until during what's going on. Like what's really going on, you know?
0: What do you mean it doesn't so, click? She's fucking you in front of you. What do you mean it didn't click?
1: It doesn't click that what well, I didn't realize or even think about her, that she's having sex with another man before we even compensate or what's the word? Consummate. Before we even have to consummate our <laughs> yeah, marriage. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I can't really consider a blowjob, you know, d- consummating our relationship. You know? Yeah. But so, but it's not that big of a deal at that time, you know. So things are, things happen. It's all done. He's packing up and he's leaving. Uh, he's got quite a bit of equipment. Uh, and now I'm starting to think, I'm sure something happened before I fucking got there. You know, mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm sure of it. So I told him, Hey, do you want some help carrying this stuff down to the elevator? He's like, Yeah, if you don't mind. So we carry the stuff down. We hop in the elevator and we're going down to the the basement of the of the hotel where he's, where he's parked. And I asked him, "Hey, uh, did anything happen when I left?" He's like, "No. Why would you? Why would you ask me that? You know, I'm a professional." I said, "Well, basically because she told me different, and I lied to him. You know?" He's like, "What do you mean she told you?" Different? Oh,
0: you're calling his bluff, well, right? Okay. Well,
1: uh-huh. I, yeah, I figured that'd be the only way. He, either I would look like an idiot and nothing ever happened, or I would get the answer I was looking for. Yeah. So, basically, he tells. I tell him, "Wait, look, when." you were doing whatever, putting your stuff away. I jammed her up because I noticed your zipper was down, your shoes were off. Like there were some things that were out of place, you know, that made me think. And she told me, well, yeah, you know, is that that big of a deal? You know, we just had sex with him right now. And so he bought my story. And uh, I guess that he recorded it, most of it. I guess he tells me as soon as we, uh, as soon as I walked out the door and the door was shut, she walked over and locked it and basically just went to town on him. And like forced, not really forced herself on, but like she should, she should seduce him. Yeah. So after that happened, you know, he was like, she told him that she wanted him to record it, you know, and send her a copy. So he recorded it. I told him, well, I want to see the recording, you know, uh, he had his copy, I guess on the, uh, still on the memory drive or whatever. So he showed me and it was pretty crazy. Uh, she was talking about, you know, she gets off on cheating on me and hiding behind my back and how she's been doing it forever since we got together. And and I have no clue. And uh, that's just her thing. And, that's why she wanted to fuck him so bad.
0: Is that your thing? Is that your thing too? Like, I mean, it, does some part of that turn you on as well?
1: No. I. So, because I've been in prison. and So, I've been in prison four different times
0: in okay. my life. Okay.
1: Um, and I've been married four different times now. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and I, and I real, four for four. Well, and four. I realized, Every prison stint
0: yes. gets you a new wife.
1: Basically, yes. Yeah. That's what I realized. Uh, yeah. When... When you're gone you're going to be gone for a couple of years, you know, uh-huh. if you try to keep your foot on the back of their neck to stay and to do all this and uh-huh. force them, they're going to leave.
0: Okay. either uh,
1: You know that, or you can, uh, you can just say, Hey, whatever happens, whatever your needs are, go ahead and, you know, handle your business. You know, as long as when I come home that, you know, you'll be, you just know that you're coming home to me. Yeah. Um, is a lot easier if nothing else you get to keep them as a friend and even a friend in prison you know is a lot better than not having any friends in pr- you know when you're in prison uh-huh. at least you have somebody to write letters to or still call and talk to somebody you know doing time by yourself is it's a lonely thing yeah and to answer your question no i so i've always told her and everyone else i can get over anything as long as you don't lie to me about it tell me the truth I don't care what if you stole money from me, if you if you fuck my best friend, if you want to kill him, just tell me the truth, you know, and we can work whatever it is out. You know, I don't care. Yeah. As far as being lied to, though, you know, that's when I feel like. They think I'm an idiot, you know.
0: How Um, many wives have lied this bad to you? Just this one or all of them? Two of them. Okay because it just seems like because listen I've I it just seems like this is like the one thing you hate the most yet this woman is doing it to you from the get-go you know a lot and you never leave so I'm wondering if it's like a you know a sick pattern that you have that you can't get away from and we all have stuff like that you know I mean I have dysfunctional patterns that even though you know that I, I would love to stop and I could say I hate it but it's always what fucking attracts me you know that I'm like the one thing you hate is a woman that lies to you do whatever the fuck you want but just don't lie to me and all this girl has done is lied to you and you still you know propose to her right after you know always just trying to make it work so i was just wondering if this is like you know
1: i really think that i am that i believe in true love Uh and i when i meet somebody that i like i wear it on my on my sleeve and i go all in yeah Um, i've always thought maybe i would have a uh the little house with the white picket fence, you know, yeah. and the wife and kids. And so like, if I meet somebody that's willing to get married, I'm thinking that, you know, our marriage, you know, we've talked about it obviously before, you know, I'll, I'll propose before we get married and their, their, uh, interests align with mine, you know, close enough, you know, so I think, you know, that's exactly what they want, you know? And, and like I said, if I don't mind, even if my wife is doing her thing with whoever or whatever, you know, in front of me or behind my back, but just tell me about it, you know? Yeah. Just tell me about it, just don't keep keep it a secret, let me watch, let me see video, let me see pictures, you know, let me, or tell me about it afterwards, but don't lie to me about it, just keep it a secret. Cause you know, that makes me, like I feel stupid. I, I feel stupid in front of those people, especially if I know them or her friends, cause I'm sure some of her friends know about it or something, you know? And that's the only thing I hate to feel is stupid.
0: Yeah, no, I'm so, just saying, like, she did make you feel that way a million times, but you still wound up proposing to her, and she's still doing it to you, but is there some aspect of that that also turns you on? Because, listen, you know, you met her, she was, like, involved in a gangbang, you saw that, you were, like, totally down for her to do that. Do you like to see your wife with other men, or know oh, about it? I'd love it? to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. i love to. So you definitely and have I, that in I... you, too, right? You just want her to be right. straight up. Yeah.
1: Right. And so, like, I'm a truck driver, and I'm gone, you know, maybe... I don't know. I'm home probably anywhere from seven to 10 days a month. Mm-hmm. So, knowing the type of girl that she is, I told her right from the beginning, you know, go ahead and do your thing. Just yeah. tell me about it. You know, if, because every, I mean, it's hard. We've only been married right now 10 and a half, 10 and a half, 11 and a half months. About 10 and a half months right now we've been married. So, but before we married, I was still a truck driver. And I told her, look, I understand, you know, I'm gone and you have needs and blah, blah, blah. Um, go ahead and handle them. You know, just tell me about them, you know. And she's like, Okay. But I would ask her about, it. Hey, have you, uh, no, 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 no. Um, and she would ask me, what about you? Are you cheating on me? No. She's like, Cause you know, if you cheat on me, that's, it's a deal breaker. I'm gone. I'm like, I know, you know, and that I don't want to cheat on her. You know, I think it's, I have no problem staying with my wife, even though she's out there doing whatever she's doing, as long as I know about it, you know, even with the underlying rule that I'm not allowed to, you know, Do
0: you want to know the one and only vibrator that I use when I want to get myself off? It is the Crescendo vibrator by Mystery Vibe. It is the world's first award-winning, fully customizable, smart vibrator. And get this, it is fully bendable. That's why it's my favorite. You could bend it into any position, like a finger so you could hit your G spot. You could keep it straight. It also has six motors that are divvied out throughout the whole shaft, so there are no dead zones. And there's an app that goes with it. So you or your partner can control it from wherever you are. Listen, everybody is different, right? Well, so is everybody. And that's why the Crescendo is the perfect vibrator. There's a reason why it has won over 20 international awards. And that's because it is seriously one of a kind. Just go to mysteryvibe.com and look at it. You're going to see exactly what I mean. And while you're there, get yourself a Crescendo and you're going to get 15% off by using my code strictly15. Just go to mysteryvibe.com, use my code strictly15 for 15% off. That's mysteryvibe.com. Use my code strictly15 for 15% off. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring my show. Hey everyone, if you are into celebrity gossip, then you need to check out the Rich and Daily podcast from Wondery. It is packed with laughs, okay? hosts Brooke Schiffron and Arisha Skidmore-Williams are both comedians. They happen to be best friends too and they go on their show and spill all the celebrity tea. If something is going on out there and you need to know what it is, they're going to be talking about it, okay? They keep you up to speed on all the secrets, scandals, and news in the entertainment worlds. I totally dig pop culture. I like being in the know and staying up to date on what is going on. And I like to laugh. And that's why I love Rich and Daily. And that's why you're going to love it too. So go check it out now. You can listen to Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Thank you, Rich and Daily Podcast, for sponsoring this episode. A lot of the guys that I talk to that are like you or they do really enjoy watching their wife with another man, they don't necessarily, most of the time, a lot of them don't have that desire themselves to be with other women. Like what really turns them on besides, you know, just having sex with their own wife is to watch their wife with someone else, but not necessarily do they need or feel the need for that variety with women. What they get from their wife being with another guy is what is the real turn on for them.
1: Right. So I never jammed her up about what the video I saw. I just played it off like nothing happened. But then it got me thinking, like, why is she cheating? Like, this is so I don't consider myself bi. I don't consider myself gay or nothing like that. I have experimented and I decided, you know what, she's out there. Doing her thing all the time. Like, what is so good about it? You know I mean? Why is she cheating on me? Like, but to get dick, you know, basically. And so, being a truck driver, one day when I took off, you know, I stopped at a rest stop and I posted a little ad um, on Double List. And basically, a guy came over. Wait, what did you um, say
0: on the list? You go through your stories fast. I'm trying to get more details here. Let's slow I, down I a little bit. What did you say in your ad on Double List? What were you looking uh, for? Uh,
1: married man, you know, looking for a. Uh, so I don't remember what it said. something about married man yeah. uh, who who had been married two months or something like that um, wants to know why wife cheats on him with cock so much. Um, if you'd like to come show me what it's all about or something, you know, I'll be at this truck stop or whatever. And so I got a reply back. It, some white guy showed up. He was a fat dude, just old, nasty-looking guy. Um, oh, okay. And, and really, like, I'm like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, this is not really what I'm on. I'm already not, you know, I'm already not turned on about it, you know, and feeling kind of weird anyways. So, long story short.
0: Don't make a long story um, short, please. Just tell the story. Well, so, so, yeah. so,
1: he's here, you know. Um, we talked for a minute, you know. And he's like, well, wh- what do you want to do, you know? I said, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I kind of got scared, you know, at the last minute. So, I told him, just jack off on my face, you know. And so, he starts jacking off. And then, like, halfway into it, I was kind of into it. I told him to grab my phone and recorded if you didn't mind. So he recorded himself jacking off on my face. And basically when he was done, he said, all right, thank you. And he left. Um, I watched the video and the more and more I thought about it, you know, I got turned on, but for some reason it wasn't all that, you know, I still wasn't attracted to guys or nothing. So maybe three or four days later, because like I said, I'm gone for anywhere from two weeks, you know, three weeks at a time. So about Three or four days later, I, uh, hit another truck stop, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I posted one more ad, uh, basically saying the same thing. This time a black guy replied back to me. Um, and when he showed up, you know, to come on over, so when he showed up, he was completely different than this other guy.
0: Uh-huh.
1: He didn't ask me what I wanted to do or what I was looking for. He basically took control of the situation. He was dominating. I was scared. You know what I mean? I didn't know what to do. And basically if I didn't know what to do, he would, uh, he would force not force me into it but push me into it you know yeah and uh he was into calling me names spitting on me slapping me he recorded most of it you know talking about uh only if your wife knew you know and just went on and on and on and he was the first dude that actually fucked me um and black guys are usually a lot bigger than normal guys so it really it 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 hurt quite a bit um i couldn't take it you know but he basically held me down and made me take it, which I thought was hot. Um, like I said, I never told him to stop, but you could tell that I was uncomfortable. And he still kept on. When he was done, he basically left. He told me to go ahead and give him a call if I was ever in, you know, ever in town again. And when he left, I sat there thinking about it, and I watched the video over and over and over. And I was like, well, maybe this is what it's about. You know, I mean, this wasn't bad. It was kind of fun to feel like that, out of control, someone else in charge. For the next, I don't know, two or three trips, I would get more and more involved in that situation
0: with that guy, or just at random guys.
1: Well, I, I messed. I hooked up with him two more times, but not uh-huh. in a row. So I get. So let me. So I get home after that session goes on. I don't mess around with anybody. Go home, spend my few days at home. When I packed my stuff to leave, I packed a, a pair of her panties um, and a little bra top of hers, you know, and brought them with me um, along with the toy, you know, a dildo. So on the road. I posted another ad, you know, I think, more. Well, I think I waited till I got to him. No, I met somebody else in between. So I met somebody in between, I took some pictures of myself, posted them up on the, on the double list. Uh, another guy showed up. I think he was a white guy again. And basically it was garbage, you know, um, halfway into the session I told him just to go ahead and jack off my face because I wasn't into it. Um, but I did dress up in the brawn panties, which made me feel weird, you know? Um, And he was just all quiet about the whole thing. So I think I made my way to... Because the guy's from Nebraska. I made my way from California to Nebraska. Um, I called him. He said, yeah, he'll come meet me. Um, He came met me. When he got to my truck, I told him it was unlocked. He came in, and there I was in the panties. Uh, But this time, I had also written on my body with like a a permanent marker. You know, like whore, slut. Uh, This is like body writing stuff on me. Uh, BBC-owned... You know um just stuff like that so he walked in and he just laughed at me and basically took charge again uh did his thing and uh after he was done i told him "You really you're the fucking only guy that makes me feel like this you know like i don't he's like you're not falling in love unknown like, i just like feeling out of control um so we hooked up a few more times during the next month or two um I think I hooked up with another guy or two, but it just wasn't, it wasn't the same unless they were blocked. I liked the whole being degraded and and it was fun. It was fun doing it behind my wife's back. It made me feel like this is what she's doing, you know, and and really like it made me feel good to kind of get get backs, but without her knowing. Six months into our marriage, um, I haven't messed around. Well, about that time, I stopped messing around with anybody. And we decided to, she decides to come clean and tell me some of the stuff that she's done she still never admitted to about the guy at the uh on our wedding she told me that she messed around with two other guys behind my back and she wants things to change she said that basically because we're planning on moving to texas and buying a house you know soon hopefully and she's like well by the time we move you know like i want us to have a new start over there and i told her well, look the way i feel is i don't want you to change i just want to you, you know tell me the truth i want you to do your thing um i want you to you know i want you I want to go back to the gangbangs, but if you're not willing to do that, you know, just tell me about it. You know, that's all I ask. Just keep up, be upfront. Tell me about your uh, your your experiences while I'm gone, because we both know that you're doing stuff while I'm gone. You're not that, you know, you're not that good of hiding stuff. You know, I found condoms under the bed. I found condom wrappers. You know, didn't you also um, say you
0: found out she was on seeking arrangements or some shit? So like
1: that? that was when we first got together. Yes, I. Uh, so I checked your email one time when we first got together. Uh, and she told me that she wasn't doing anything. And I found her. I found emails um, back and forth with her and some Indian guy. Uh, they had met up for breakfast, and um, so I jammed her up with him. And come to find out, it was seeking arrangements that she had posted herself on. So she supposedly put a stop to all that. Um, and she told me nothing happened. He came out and met her for breakfast. Uh, he gave her 350 bucks for breakfast, and then he left. Well, I don't know anybody that's going to drive two hours and pay some me three hundred fifty bucks for breakfast and then leave. Well, but, if they're going mean, to fuck
0: the shit out of her, maybe they will.
1: Well, yeah, but she's saying that they didn't have sex. Oh,
0: all right, right. okay, sorry.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's how that. far she'll go to, to denying things. You know, like oh, I'll right. find these. You know, she just well, she will deny it even if even if I walked in and caught her, she would deny it, saying that well, there's no penetration, we didn't have sex. Yeah, I get and it. Like, yeah,
0: I know that type. Like, uh huh.
1: And I don't understand like why why the big change? You know. Um. I fell in love with her. I told her I fell in love with What do you mean there? There's game no game. big
0: change, okay? Sorry to inform you, Kevin. There's well, no her, big change. Her, She's been the same the whole time. But
1: just, yes, yes. Well, I met the big change from when we first met, you know, when she was open about it, to all of a sudden wanting to hide it all. Oh, right, right, right. Uh,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's why I met the big change. Yeah. You know? Recently, like I said, she said she wants to be just her and I, and I told her, well, look, I'm not wanting that. Um, I still haven't told her about the other guys that I've been with or about the guys I've messed with. I'm kind of enjoying having fun, you know? Um, and I really wish she would have fun. I told her she didn't know about me, but I told her I wanted her to continue having fun. Um, I just wanted to tell me about it. Um, and really like if she doesn't, then our our relationship I feel like is going down the tubes. Her and I don't have sex anymore, hardly ever. Um, and if we do, it's, I come home late at night, you know, when I do get home and I might, as I'm holding her, you know, I I fall asleep, you know, maybe, you know, stick it between her legs real quick and do my thing. And, you know, she lets me do that, and then we're done. And five minutes later, ten minutes later, you know, we're both asleep. Um, there's no love there. Um, I told her that we we should, hopefully we have a spark that comes back in the relationship. Soon because if it doesn't happen, you know, I don't see a relationship, you know, lasting too much longer. And she agreed. And so I jammed her up, told her, look, I think you should uh, start uh start messing around with other guys again. But just tell me about it, you know. Like, if you tell me about it that would bring, you know, at least I can get off listening to you, you know, listening to you. I can, cause I get off on seeing her have pleasure. I get off on her dressing sexy and walking down the street or her me walking through a store, you know, and noticing other guys staring at her or she's always been up front. Well, I'm say always, but she's up front quite often about guys trying to pick up on her when she's at the store or whatever, you know, but she says nothing ever happens. You know, like I said, um, so I told her, look, if you don't, I have a feeling that things are going to, be all bad for us you know i mean like i'm ready to go as it is i'm not happy in this relationship we haven't even been married a year yet and uh and she agreed um she did agree that this time around that she would think about messing with other guys you know making me a cuckold because that's basically what i want i want to be a cuck i don't want the vanilla relationship that we've been having i got together with you you know thinking that our relationship is going to be wild and crazy it's not
0: well, you I mean, know. she did fuck your photo- the wedding photographer in front of you. I mean, how come you haven't set up more of those kinds of situations where you're there and you're with a guy? I mean, you put yourself on double list when you're away. Why don't you put yourself as a couple on double list when you're home so you guys could have that kind of male-male female threesome that you enjoy, that you've had before with her?
1: Well, because, okay, so basically because I'm not home always on the weekends. The girls' dad, they go, they go to their dad's house on the weekends, so... Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you know, we have to your kids. Her, her yeah. kids, her, her
0: daughters, kids, yeah. yeah.
1: So we can't do anything when her kids are around, obviously, because that would be wrong. So when they're gone, if I happen to be home and it's a weekend, then maybe I could hook something like that up. But we've talked about it. And supposedly in March, you know, we got married March 25th. So supposedly March, you know, sometime in March, in March or early uh, April, we're supposed to go back to Vegas. And I told her I wanted to hook something up, you know, some kind of gangbang. Uh, she said she'd be willing to do that things just haven't i mean this is real life you know i mean we i was off this weekend but we ended up going to the snow with the kids you know we told right them we it's hard to set up house. but you would it's like, like for to her up. to
0: set it up when you're away and maybe just do those kinds of things and tell you about it and then you could get into it or get off on it when you come home um but she just winds up doing it and not telling you like there, therein lies the problem it's probably like she is banging other guys the problem is she's just not Feeling, she's not letting you enjoy it too. She's keeping it to no, herself. No, and,
1: and I told her I want to enjoy it. I told yeah. her I'd go as far as you know, uh becoming like a full fledged cuck. You know, cuck. Yeah. Um, when I leave, when I leave on the road, you know, I would let her put a uh, a cage on me um, and keep the keys with her. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh when, when I got home, she could tell me all about it. Um She likes to. She used to like to have me not come, and so I'd get ready to orgasm, and she'd make me stop. Uh, so we can go back to all that, you know, she go back to being, you know, I wanted to have her more controlling, you know, take charge of the relationship. Cause obviously, you know, things the way with me in control, you know, things haven't been working out, you know, for us, they've gone in the opposite direction. Um, and so she agreed to try all that, but it's yet to happen, um, that, that I know of that she's admitted to Does
0: she but know that you like we, to wear bra and panties sometimes? Have you ever brought that into your relationship with her?
1: When we first got together, she kind of messed around like that, you know, with me at first. And then she told me that she thought it was disgusting, you know, because it was my idea to bring it up, you know, when we first got together. And this is before I ever messed around with any guy or anything. We messed around. She dressed me up. And she told me she wasn't into it.
0: Let me ask you this. You did say that early on before you hooked up with these guys while you've been married behind your back that you have fooled around a little bit with guys in the past. Like when did you hook up with guys? Was it when you were in prison, you know, or was it before you were in prison and just out and about, you know, when did that happen?
1: So it was before, when well, I'm never in prison, um, mm-hmm. if I would have got caught doing something like that in prison, it would have been all bad. Right. Um, so let's go back to my first wife. My first wife, uh, so when I got to her, when I met her, uh, we only knew each other for 12 days before we got married.
0: Oh, You're a hopeless romantic.
1: Well, so... Like a I check. So, well, that right there was a drug-induced marriage. Okay. And, yeah, so when I met her, we started getting high. Uh, next thing I know, we're getting married. <laughs> okay. And next thing I know, she's, uh, she's having me dress up, you know. And she she's the one who turned me out as far as ever messing mess with a guy ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh her fantasy was, uh, having a transvestite, have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hooked that up for her. And then the next thing I know, she brought that a different transvestite home and she was messing around with him. And, uh, I walked in and caught her. She wasn't trying to keep it a secret. Um, she kept doing her thing and told me to come over and join. We <laughs> messed around a little bit. Yeah. Basically, uh, he sucked me off. Mm-hmm. Um, I sucked him off. I wouldn't let him have put him inside of me. Um, he tried. She wanted to see that. I, wouldn't, I wasn't down for it. So that's that's how I got turned out on Mess Around with Guys. And we we messed around for a while. Uh, next thing I know, we got raided. We got busted. And we went back to prison and blah, blah, blah. because I mean, of
0: drugs. That's what you, you're raided. And were you selling?
1: At that time, yes. Right, that's, right So right. that's what happened. We, we got busted for selling drugs. Is that what you've um, always
0: been in jail for, those four times? No.
1: No. Mostly guns and stuff like that.
0: Oh, wow. And what did you do with the guns that you'd be put in jail? Like, I mean...
1: So I would sell guns as well. Oh, okay. And uh, just like
0: on the black market, like illegally, you were doing it. Right. Uh-huh.
1: Right. Um, so that's how that, my other ones got, but you know, got. that's how I got caught up with the other things I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. The drugs was only one time. Um, mm-hmm. And just to let you know, so all my wives... Um, been drug-free besides, like, marijuana and stuff, except for the first wife. She was out of control. (laughs) Um, And that's why you guys got busted, yeah. And we we had a lot of fun, though, too.
0: (laughs) Isn't it funny that, like, sometimes you look back, like, because I don't drink, I'm a sober person for many, many years, but I really look back on my, like, crazy fucking times like the craziest times of your life sometimes you're like oh those were the best times in some weird way right i'm sorry to say
1: no they really were yeah yeah so i happen to be listening to one of your <laughs> podcasts today uh about the update on the game what's her name gang, gang bang, bang, bang betty. betty yeah Betty. Mm-hmm. so i was listening to her and uh you were saying something like she was trying to hook up like that's how i wish my wife was i wish my wife was just like her yeah that's what i pictured a relationship was going to be about when i got with her
0: right yeah because she's what's great about gangbang Betty and I think like you said what you what you were what you like about her is just she's just straight up like who she is there's no there's no complication there there's it's just like this is what she's into she's very clear about it herself and she's really open about you know about it to other people not to her friends because she's not stupid she understands how people are people are very judgy and you know that's why she calls into Michelle right because she knows that maybe i'm gonna listen to her not judge her but she really is clear of what she wants and what she's into and she's straight up but i have to say though okay did you listen to Gang Bang betty's first episode i did so you should remember that at the end of that episode it turned out that she was she had gangbangs with her husband he was a cuck he was totally down into it he was loved her being with other guys and then when that sort of fell by the wayside between the relationship she started to see a guy behind his back and wasn't telling him
1: right right and and i don't understand why how that happens yeah
0: it's hard it's hard i mean i think that there's a There's definitely, I don't know what it is. I don't want to analyze that. Let's get back to your story. So, you're, so you would love like a girl. You know what's hard is that, like, you know, with your current wife and where you're at right now, it's no different than the woman who's dating like, the man who drinks too much and he keeps saying he's going to quit and he never does i mean you know you're kind of trying to change her i mean she you know and she might not be able like she just might not be changeable i mean you she's just like one of those people that are like a like a really like uh what do they call them like a compulsive liar it seems like you know i mean she just can't get out of the way of herself i mean if she says if she if you think she went right she's going to tell you she went left like she does she lies about everything right
1: no, she she really does, and and to add on to that, which is a part I never put in there because I didn't think it was going to be you know appropriate. But so, from basically the beginning of the time since we got together, uh, and it's happened I don't know maybe half a dozen times since we've been together. Total, we dated for one two two and a half years. We've been married for about a year, so almost four years we've been together. Uh, during those four years,
0: this girl um, you've been saying, together for four years. You just told me you were with her only for a year.
1: We've been married for almost oh, a year. Oh, okay. And we, okay. Dated, we dated for about a year, year and a half, two years, almost two years before we got married. Okay. Um, so during that time, I would say maybe five times, maybe half a dozen times, I've been approached by uh, different people uh, saying, your wife owes me money for pills. And that's another thing I've told her. Look, if you party on pills, whatever, that's fine. Just let me know. Don't keep it a secret. Um, most recently, um, another, some guy came to me I don't know, a few weeks ago and told me the same thing. And I tell them all. Well, I don't. I hope you guys don't expect me to pay. She denies it to me, and so when I jam her up about it, she denies it all. Um, I don't know. Yeah, how but she, like I just said, it. I mean,
0: like the bottom line is, is she lies about everything. I mean, and everything. that's a that's an issue. She's gonna lie about everything. You, I, I don't know. I think that that is like seriously because I I've known people like that. I feel like there couldn't be a worse personality trait than that because I don't know that that person can change I don't know what the fuck is wrong with those people maybe they could have five years of counseling and it could change them but you know those people that are compulsive liars that lie about everything and they can't be straight up about anything no matter what you say no matter you no matter you know It's that's just the way that they are. I don't think she's going to change anytime soon. It doesn't matter what you say, what you tell her, she cannot be honest. So, you know, you might have to get to a place where you could either be okay with that and make it work to your advantage because you're a cock somehow and just get her to do more stuff with you and let her do her lie shit on the side. I don't know. But I am telling you, like, she's not going to stop lying.
1: She's not. She's, She's really not. And, and and I have had that thoughts for a while now in my own head, I've come to, you know, come to terms that it's just a matter of time before, you know, she leaves me, or I guess maybe I continue to put up with it like I have been, or I leave her, um, in my mind, I want to leave her. Um, but it's hard, you know, like I said, I'm gone all the time. Um, so I'm only home a few days a month. Um. But let me ask you this, okay? And
0: I I, I listened to a lot of this, but I do know that you called me up a couple times and left me some messages. They were some confessions. I aired them on my Patreon. Everyone's like, get that fucking guy on for a full show, you know, whatever. And it was crazy. And I remember your first episode, you know, when you told a story about uh, her getting gangbanged, in that story and in that confession you did say, oh, you know, everybody was writing on her, BBC lover, blah, 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 coming in her face, all that. But then when you told me the story now, you told me that whole story, like in relation to you hooking up with a guy. So I wonder if, okay, Kevin, I'm just gonna ask you. I wonder if maybe you have a little bit of liar in you too.
1: No, Uh, so basically... I've always been into uh, fetishes. Yeah. Um, so when, when we got there, yes, she, she was written on, all that kind of stuff. And matter of fact, even after she stopped doing the gangbangs and her and me were having crazy sex, um, I would write on her. Uh, she would write on me at times. Because um, you we you're did those into kind of the things, degrading We, we live streamed as well. I am. And we did, the, we did most of those things live streamed. Um,
0: yeah, tell and, me about and, and, that. What do you mean live stream? So you, she was live streaming that gangbang. So now you know that she's into that. Right. So now what did you? So you guys did live streaming stuff. Where were you streaming on? Where do people watch you? Were you on Cam Soda or like where the fuck does that stuff?
1: You we know, Cam Four. We were on Cam Four and uh-huh. we did some other Cam stuff on X Hamster. Okay. Um, and if you go on to uh like motherless.com mm-hmm. um, there's pictures of her there's pictures of me on there mm-hmm. so I post lots of pictures lots of videos of her everywhere you know mainly on on motherless.com yeah but I mean yeah so we've been we've always been into the degrading thing for both of us okay um we've always been into uh she's into being choked out she's into you know crazy stuff like that being spanked yeah um so uh and she when I got with her I've never choked a girl out I've always been scared to, you know to choke them yeah. just a little bit. Just because, what if she dies? You know. Yeah. Um, but being with her, you know, I've opened up, you know, a lot, and we've done crazy things. Um, but no, as far as lying goes, uh, no. Okay. So it's just that that's a, right. You,
0: listen, I, I get it, what's going but it turns on here. Me on. No, no, I it get turns it. Me
1: on her being treated like that.
0: Yeah. No. 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 That's what me, I get. I think, I think what's going on I, I here with you is that you're telling your story so fast, and you're right. getting all the stuff in that. You know, it. You're. You forgot about talking about the fact that she did that, and yet you're into that, and that's one of your fetishes because you're trying to get everything in. So I could give you the pass and not, you know, and say, okay, it's not that you're definitely lying. It's that right. that's something that you did with that guy way later because it's something that it was introduced to you with her, and it's something that you're into. I did a whole jizz quiz. I got to tell you that your confession and all that stuff that you talked about on that one. Did spur a a jizz quiz on my Patreon because I'm always interested in the person that wants a jizz quiz. Is like, do you want, like, I used to always ask guys, like, do you like get off on jerking off on a girl's face? You know, because I and like as a woman, do you like it if a guy likes to jerk off on your face? And for you, you're a guy, you like that as well. I always feel like that that sort of degrading thing. I would ask my guy friends because I always felt like a, it, This is my own opinion, and I know that I'm not right, but I used to do these jizz quizzes just to find out. I was like, always felt like if someone likes wants to do that to the woman, if it's a guy and he wants to do that to a woman, I'm like on some level, maybe like he hates women because it seems like a very degrading thing for her and then maybe the woman that wants to be degraded or the guy that wants to be degraded has some sort of issue you know because why would you want to to feel that way or and why would you want to degrade that person do you are you getting back at someone is it some sort of subconscious kind of a thing I don't know I always say I'd give unprofessional advice I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about you know so I've, I believe
1: I believe it's very degrading yeah uh, to get, to get, you know cut, use your faces you know was like a cum catcher and then basically uh but that's what turned I mean, that's what was going on when I first met her. Yeah. Um, so I mean I don't know why things would change. I mean I I enjoy seeing her get all the enjoyment she can get. I enjoy seeing her being treated like a slut and acting like a slut. Um, I enjoyed, you know, her being degraded. And she was into all that stuff too. Um, she told me she's never felt so sexy in her life when she was being treated like a slut.
0: You know, right. it would just make mm-hmm. her feel
1: sexy. Yeah. Um
0: but she also, so, and, and, I, I do think her stuff runs a little deep because, you know, it's one thing like you could listen to like a Betty, right? Gang Bang Betty. And like, you're like, right. oh, that's my kind of girl. Because I feel like she has the part of herself that wants to go and be with a ton of guys and have all this sex. and just, But she doesn't have all this other complicated stuff where in that she's like totally lying about it and doing stuff behind your back and she can't be honest. You know, that's where it starts to go into like a, a different kind of place, you know?
1: Right right
0: unfortunately
1: and, unfortunately yes and and so but i mean like i said she's lied, she's tricked me at first i thought it was gonna be about our whole relationship was gonna be like a gangbang session you know or in my head somewhere i thought that um I found out pretty quick that it wasn't going to be like that at all. She wanted a monogamous relationship, and so I bit into that, you know, for a minute, and then I realized that she was cheating on me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then she's gone back and forth, you know, every, you know, back and forth from okay, we'll we'll try the the cuckold thing, to let's um, no, she wants a monogamous relationship again. And I, I, I don't know. Maybe she
0: has some sort of confliction with just being, you know. Maybe you should tell her to listen to Gang Bang Betty's episode. Like maybe she just needs to be okay with what she's into maybe she has like some sort of like I said confliction with what her desires are and how she feels about it like in her own morals you know and it, maybe she needs to be more okay with it or that or change you know she's she's like playing both sides right she likes what she does and she but yet she m- obviously doesn't feel right about it you know so she's got to get clear right. one way or the other that's something so- that she has to do
1: we were supposed to do the show yesterday or call you in yesterday, and we postponed it till today. And I wrote in there it was because I didn't have people to watch our, our children. Yeah. But the real reason was because uh, she. I told her about the you know about the episode and how you know I got invited to uh, to do the episode, and I wanted her to join in with me. Yeah,
0: know, I thought she was going to be on you. Yeah. Um,
1: so you know, because I wanted her to tell her side of the story. You yeah. Know, how she felt. Um, and she agreed to it at first uh, when I was doing all you know when I was filling out all the information. Uh, but then at the last minute she tells me that she just wants to listen to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, that's going to make me feel weird and awkward, you know? So that's why I ended up canceling and said that I said that you canceled, um, the session because of whatever, you know, and you pick it up some other time, you send me a, an email with a new date. Uh, but really she wanted just to listen to me. She didn't want to participate at all or participate at all. And I didn't, I would have felt super uncomfortable during that situation, you know?
0: But now she's not going to listen at all. But does she know that you're doing it today?
1: No, she has no clue.
0: Oh, so she's not going to know. You're not going to let her listen. It was either she—you would let her be on with you, and you would do it together—or right. she thinks you're not doing it at all, and so you're—and you're not going to have her listen. I don't sure, suggest yeah. you have her listen to this episode.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 I mean, really, if she listens to the episode, I'm, I'm caught, you know, with messing around with the other guys. Sure. Uh, she's always told me you know but in a weird way i guess in my head you know so when these guys get ready to come on my face and they're recording me which i try to have them record every time um i'll look at the camera and i'll dedicate it to my wife like this is dedicated to you baby aye, aye, um, aye. If, if it wasn't for you you know what i mean like i wouldn't be doing this kind of stuff um you know blah 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 but i don't ever plan for her to see him i don't ever plan to tell her about him but I do post them every once in a while on like motherless.com. What is uh,
0: motherless.com? I've never heard of that.
1: It's like a sick, weird, twisted, they have twisted sexual fantasies on there. And it's just a, another porn site.
0: Like a regular porn site or more twi- like, I don't know, you're like sick and twisted. It's a, it's a well, they, Fetish? It's, it's more it's a, fetish?
1: It's a, it's a, there's a lot of fetish things on there. It's a yeah. free porn site. Yeah. Um, you can, uh, they have cams on there. They yeah. got a, just like every other porn site, you know, but it's just called motherless.com.
0: Okay, I never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And so you oh, you post your videos up there with the guys? I have, yes. Okay.
1: Um, and I don't ever expect her to find them, uh, but if she does, then the thought of that maybe she could is a turn on. Uh huh. Um, but I know if damn well if it ever came down to that, our relationship would be 100% over.
0: I don't know, this whole story sounds crazy to me
1: my my, this this relationship is way crazier than anything i could ever imagine yeah it has not gone in the direction that i would prefer to yeah um if it went in the direction that i'm asking for it now i would be a cuck and she would be doing her thing showing me videos or yeah let call let me call and just put the phone down so i can hear yeah or wait until i got home and told me all tell me all about it yeah Um, that would be my fantasy
0: yeah
1: um i love this girl and i wish things were would work out between her and I. Yeah. Um, So, and I see something like that, maybe sparking our sex life, you know, up again. Um, It would definitely get me uh, more involved and me wanting to uh, uh, be with her more than just when I get home at nighttime before I go to sleep. Um, Like I said, we used to have fun when it was just her and me, even after she stopped the whole gangbang thing, you know, going on. Um, But then, I don't know, maybe the last, for four to six months you know i mean like sex has been just blah between her and i you know we don't do anything fun um it's turned very vanilla lately um and our relationship is you know not going in a good direction we fight constantly and i would i would think that maybe that would bring some kind of spark back you know if we brought it back to how it was when we first got together um yeah probably not i mean she's she's agreed yeah well she's agreed to it and but like i said it's yet to come um and honestly, like you said, she's always going to lie, I'm sure. And I'm sure of that. Um, I'm never going to be, I'm never going to feel happy and content. Um, and she's always going to continue to lie. And I'm sure this relationship is doomed. Yeah, it's very start, difficult.
0: You know? It's almost like you're torturing yourself, right? Because the one thing you want the most and your biggest fear is what you're just living in every day. You know, you have someone that you can't trust at all. I mean, that trust went out the window a long time ago. And you're always just trying to get that. But it's kind of like chasing the dragon because I don't know that you're ever going to get that. You know, women, men, we've all been in abusive relationships that don't work, you know, and sometimes those are the hardest relationships to get out of you know i've used the term uh, you know when i finally get out of them it feels like i'm getting out of prison you know you've actually been in prison i'm sure being trapped in a relationship where someone is always lying to you and you can't get the truth and you know it it is it's no it's difficult
1: right it really is you know um i bought her sexy outfits you know quite a few of them within the last month i've yet to see her in one of them you know um, it's just, it, it, it's, you know, it, it's, it's bad, you know, um, it hurts my heart, you know, that she is lying to me. Cause I know, she, I mean, I know it the whole time. It hurts me. It makes me sad. It makes me try harder. Um, and maybe some sick, twist away like you said maybe that's what I'm into and I don't realize it yet I don't know
0: yeah you're Um, also but you you can't take out of the story and you're going to see people on YouTube this one's going to get a lot of people outraged because some people are going to be like he's fucking cheating on her too like we can't forget about that I I mean come on okay you're a liar too
1: you you know what you're absolutely right Um, and honestly I haven't done that for a while but when I left my house this morning because I left to go back on the road this morning Uh, when I left I really thought about is that going to happen this time and I did not, you know, I, I really kind of in the back of my head have a plan that maybe that's what I'll do, you know, sometime within the next week or so, you know. Just because. let me ask
0: you this: Why don't you tell her about that?
1: I guess because I'd be scared of her reaction. I don't know. Um, I maybe mean, if it was with a if it was if it was with a female if it was with a female it'd be a lot easier no it wouldn't um,
0: because she told you straight like uh, you know according to your story okay kevin you told me that well, one thing she doesn't want you to do is cheat on her with a woman okay so right. that wouldn't be easier i don't see how that could be easier because that's the one thing she said she doesn't want doesn't fucking want
1: so because i could come clean with that I, and, and i could come clean with her thinking less of me i guess you know what i mean thinking that i'm because she's always told me that she doesn't want to be with a, she doesn't want to be with a sissy. She, you know, that happened when she dressed me up and she decided to stop all that. You know, she didn't want none of that to happen no more. Right. It made her sick, made her disgusted. Um,
0: right. So it's hard to come clean with that. Right. But I mean, so I'm just saying that, you know, she's lying to you and she's cheating on you. You're cheating on her. So I feel like until you guys could be more honest with who you are with each other, you know, you're going to have issues and that's why you've grown apart because you're not really, you know, I to me, intimacy is about, you know, holding up the mirror in front of each other and just like really being you and and, and becoming one. And that's hard to do when you're both living separate lives and stuff. But, you know, I have to end this because it's like already an hour long. I'm very curious as to what everyone's going to say about this episode <laughs> because it's... uh. It's a little crazy. The story's crazy. I'm very curious of what where you guys are at at the end of the year when I do my Where Are They Now episode. I, I can't wait to find out what's going on between you and your girl. I don't. Ha- I hope you don't have a fifth time in jail. Like, you know, hopefully that doesn't wind up happening and somehow you can make this relationship work or you could get up the courage enough to leave and maybe find somebody who's more you know, in tune like gang bang Betty, (laughs) you know, find yourself someone more like her.
1: No, I agree. Well, I thank you for your time. uh, And I appreciate you putting me on your show. I'm sorry that I was all over the place. It's okay. uh, Some people have that way. It's just your way. You know, type of person I am. Um, So, yeah, I do apologize. Um, You don't
0: have to apologize. I think that's why sometimes when people like you call in, it seems like you're all over the place. So I think like, is he lying or whatever? But I just think, like you said, it's just your way it's how you communicate so that's cool we still got a good story out of you
1: well sounds good to me all right i wish you a good day so i'll talk to you soon
0: thanks kevin thanks for calling in Bye 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 hey everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode if you want to follow the show follow me at strict anonymous on instagram or twitter that's at strict anonymous Ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics, and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So, if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad free, sign up for my Patreon, slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening.